Ooh, ooh, big fish ish. Y'all know what it is, man. We got a, just a big fish talk for y'all today. And this is going to be focused on that Rihanna photo or cover shot for Vogue. I don't think it was Vogue America. What was it, Vogue? Hold on. Let me go right to it. It was Vogue. I don't know. Somewhere overseas. One of the, the Vogue overseas. Matter of fact, give me a second just so I can make sure. And we're outside. We're in Miami. So I like recording when I'm when I'm here outside on the balcony. It's a cool little vibe. You will hear some planes. You will hear some some sirens possibly. It's just a busy time, busy area right here. So just hear a lot of noise. But uh, let you let you know that the city's alive. So I'm with it. So but want to make sure that. I'm giving the right information before, so it's Rihanna Vogue. Oh, British Vogue. All right, so British Vogue. So if you haven't seen it, Rihanna is on British Vogue. Maybe I can figure out how to put the video or put the picture on the video, but Rihanna's in the photo. She's got ASAP and their child that ASAP's holding. ASAP's kind of holding her hand and following her on the beach. And he, she looks a lot bigger than him. He looks very small. And to me, I had an immediate issue with it when I saw it. And I saw a reaction video to it where it was focusing on the same points that came to mind when I first saw the, the photo. And it's that black men continuously are emasculated. We're continuously put in a position where unless we're serving women... And believing that women are just, our women are just the most important thing. It's all about them. It's not about us. Unless we have these views, it's like you're not on the in crowd of society. I don't want to be on the in crowd when it comes to society. Matter of fact, most of the time, if most of society's doing it, I don't want to do it. Because look at our community. When you have a group, it's just, I always go back to the sports because when you have a bad team, a bad team is bad for a reason. You have a bad culture in which has attacked the team like a cancer and has spread, in most cases, the, the worse off the team is, then the more it's spread. So when you look at the black community, we are so bad right now that if most of us are doing something, it's probably going to be detrimental to our community or it's going to be the right thing that's det- the, the wrong thing um, that's detrimental to me and mine, my village, my community. So getting back to the photo, you know, a lot of reactions came from when I posted the reaction video where a lot of people were saying, like, oh, it's about Rihanna. So, of course, she's going to be in the lead role. Uh, it's, it's not about ASAP. It's not. About, so then why is he in the photo? Why is he in the photo? And then they respond and say, oh, well, she wanted to show her family. So it is about the family. But why do the dynamics have to be represented in a way that are most destructive to our people think about what our number one problem is in society when it comes to the relations the dynamics of the relationship between the black man and the black woman it is an emasculated man that is not on his purpose that does not fulfill his duty that ain't shit right isn't that what black women say think about it that's our community right men that don't stand on anything men that don't support men that don't provide men that don't protect men that are not men that is our issue so how can we not take, 
how, how can we not take issue with them portraying exactly what is most detrimental to our community? Because we have matriarchs in our community. They don't work. When women are leading in our community, let's just look at the stats. It doesn't work. Oh, it may work for you as an individual woman, but it doesn't work for your family. It doesn't work for your kids. And it goes back to the same conversation that I was having a couple weeks ago where women were telling me, mothers were telling me that they don't need a man. You don't need a man. See, the problem is the you, once you have kids, is not just about you. The you, your kids are now part of that you. So therefore, you can sit here and say all you want that you don't need a man, but that you that includes your kids does need a man, so you do need a man. And not only do you need a man, but you need a man that's going to lead. A man that's going to be in a leadership position that is responsible, accountable. Somebody that you can rely on to protect and, and provide. All these different things. This is what our community needs. And it's mind-boggling because every other successful culture, community, race, religion across the world relies on strong male leadership. Then you look at the black community and you look at the worst. We are probably, we're definitely doing the worst here in America. And what do we have? We have the matriarchs. We have a community that is led by women because men are not stepping up to the plate and being men. So getting back to the photo, a lot of people were saying, oh, well, you know, that's just Rihanna. You know, it's about her. It's about her. As I already told y'all, if it's about her, then shoot. He doesn't need to be in the photo. But if you're going to put him in the photo, then put him in a position that is uplifting to the black community, uplifting to the majority of black relationships. Because this ain't it. This ain't it. We continuously pacify our men. We emasculate our men. And then we wonder why our men ain't shit and ain't built to lead, aren't fit to lead. And what's so funny is when I put up a post like this, it's always the main people, the main people who would benefit from me voicing this as far as men need to stand up. We need to make sure that men are put in a leadership position. We don't need to be broadcasting and encouraging and promoting this type of image where men are following women. And the very people who are standing up, uh, speaking on it. You got black women that are speaking up against it, saying, like, I don't see nothing wrong with it. And it's so ironic because in most cases, when I look at who's commenting on it, I'm looking at it like, yo, you are the very person who what I'm standing up for would benefit. And you're the very person who not having strong male leadership in your family, in your personal life, is detrimental to. That's either by way of you not having a father in your life that you can trust to, to, to lead, that you can trust to provide, that you can trust to protect, or it's you not having a father of your kids in your life that you can trust to do all those very same things. But those are the very same people talking about, oh, uh, I don't see nothing wrong with it. My homegirl, we talked about it. She's on the same page now, but her initial response was, oh, but why can't we just look at this as a, as a queen protecting her king? What? What? Black people, is that men, black men, talking to black men, is that really where we've, where we've, the point that we've gotten to? 
to where our women are standing up saying, why can't they protect us? This is crazy. And like I said, these very people, my homegirl, she ain't going to have no issue with me talking about it because y'all aren't going to know who it is. But this is the very type of person that does not have a man in her life to provide and protect. But she's screaming out, why can't we look at this as a queen protecting the king? It doesn't work. We have to change our mindset. We have to rewire our thinking. Other people will say like, oh, I don't see a problem with it. Then you have black men that are pandering to women who I'm a, it's so wild <laughs> because you have black men. I go back and forth with my boy all the time and I don't want to personalize it, but I go back and forth with a lot of my boys. So therefore you won't know who it is, but literally I'm going back and forth with somebody who does not understand the dynamics between black men and black women. You're in an interracial relationship. You're African. So therefore, it's going to be different. It's going to be different. And I would invite that. Matter of fact, after this, I'm going to invite that person to come on and share their thoughts on it. Because the dynamics between black men, black American men and black American women are different. They're unique. And they are attacked in unique ways. It's almost the same. You can have the same problem. Because keep it real, this feminist stuff, it's a problem that a lot of men in other cultures have as well. But when you have something, the same problem can impact people differently. I'll give you an example. If I eat a cheeseburger or if I eat BS for an entire week, it's not really going to do much to me. Because I, most of the time I eat healthy, I work out, I'm conscious of these things. Now, if somebody who's super unhealthy, obese, all these different things, high blood pressure, diabetes, all these different things, if they eat bad for a whole week, it's going to impact them differently. This is the same thing. We, don't, we have not afforded ourselves the privilege. We have not afforded ourselves the privilege to not look at a photo like this one. And have an issue with it. Now, if we were doing well, then we could sit back and say, ah, oh, it's just a photo. It's just a photo that, because it doesn't impact us. But when you have a photo that's portraying the very thing that is most detrimental to our community, we can't afford to just let that go. We can't afford it. And what's so funny is if I showed this picture to other cultures, like I, one of my biggest one of my biggest advantages in life is that I'm is that I'm in a lot of different rooms with a lot of different cultures and a lot of these people happen to be successful so I'm able to see how other cultures are able to operate, move and be successful those people don't suffer from the same, these things, these problems that we're talking about, how feminism has emasculated our men the LGBTQ agenda, all these different things, those other cultures don't have these issues Let me rephrase that. They have these issues, but it doesn't impact them in the same way that it impacts us because we are doing so horrendous. But my point is that they still have more of an issue than we have with it. When I show other cultures this type of stuff or I talk to them about the conversations that I have with you all on here. It's very simple for them. 
They're like, what? That could never go down in my community. Black men wearing skirts. My boy hit me up. They, they, they kill men for that in my country. One of my bros hit me up. And it's not about, if you're gay, wear a skirt. Cool. If you feel like more of a woman. But why are they constantly putting straight black men in skirts and dresses? It's weird and it's extremely detrimental to us because we have an issue with proper masculinity in our community. So why would we allow people to play with that when it comes to us? It doesn't make any sense. So I want to get back to to my boy as well. If you're not because because one of the comments that a few people made were that, oh, this does not, you know, I, I guess that, you know, everything we do, we have to worry about the representation um, that it has. Yes, that's called accountability. Everything that I do, every move that I make, I have to be responsible for. That's what imagery, that's what symbolism is. When I walk outside and you see, um, it could be anything. It could be uh, kids playing basketball. Why do you think most of us play sports? That's what we see. What we see impacts us. So therefore, I'm not saying that you have to care about what everybody thinks when it comes to what you're doing. However, you have to be held accountable for everything that you do. If I go outside and I want to wear a certain brand or if I want to do something, yes, I have to be held accountable for that because that's going to give off a certain message or certain energy or anything else to other people. I have to be responsible for that. I don't have to care what you think. But if it's giving off something that's detrimental to our community, then why would we not stand on that? That's called responsibility. We are not successful enough. We have not afforded ourselves to be in a position where we can excuse certain stuff like this, where we can just sit here and say, oh, it's just rap music. It's just music. It's just entertainment. No, the entertainment. How can we sit here and say that it's just rap music? Like, oh, yeah, they talk about killing. Yeah, they talk about um, hoes. Yeah, they talk about all this other stuff. It's just music. It's just entertainment. How can we sit here and say that when the real real world, the reality depicts the very same things? They're mirror images. So how can we sit here and say that one's not impacting the other, that there's no correlation? It makes no sense. These type of things are mind boggling that we just accept within our community. And the very people that it's destroying the most, for whatever reason, feel the need to stand up. Maybe they're trying to justify it, rationalize it. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. And then you got somebody like me. I don't like, yo, it's so funny because most of the issues that I talk about, I talk about them because I didn't, I was fortunate enough to not to have to deal with them. I was fortunate enough to have my parents in the other room right now who raised me a certain type of way. I was fortunate enough to have that, but I also, me being fortunate enough to have that, I understand how detrimental that is to my friends, to my former teammates, to all of these different people that I've had close connections with who did not have those things, who did not have parents that preach education in the household before sports, who did not just have two parents working together, me being able to see them work, work together to, to have a marriage, to have a family, one of, one of the hardest things that we'll have to do. I had these things. I had a good support system. All of these different things that I had, I realized that I had certain things that allowed me to have. I don't even want to use the word advantages because it's only advantage when you compare yourself to other black people because other cultures, that's the norm. 
but we don't seem to even want to look at other cultures. That's another issue that I can't stand when it comes to black people. We will sit here and I, I, will ha, I you don't know how many conversations I've had where I'm just like, yo, look at this culture. They're doing it this way. You know, maybe we should try it because it's working for them. And clearly our way of doing things has never worked. It's not working. So maybe we should try something else. Oh, well, what makes you think their culture is just doing it the right way? What makes you think their culture is the we are losing. There is a scoreboard with this, and we are losing. We're down a lot, and it's getting worse. We've developed such a losing mentality. You're better on, like, the real losing teams where it's like they don't even care about winning. Like, how they score, like, how they kind of process in their head after a game, it's just like, yo, how do I do? How do I? All these things that a winning team doesn't even think about or they're secondary to them even though the winning team can do that because they've afforded themselves the ability to do that, the privilege to do that, they still don't. And that's exactly what I'm saying with our culture. Other cultures are more urgent about how these type of detrimental things impact their communities more than us when they don't even impact their communities as much as us. Think about that. And we've all been brainwashed. Literally, you... You know, I know we've been brainwashed because when I have the conversation, you know, I don't I don't even respond to all the comments anymore. Um, I actually do respond to some people like I respond to my boy, certain people that are, you know, I, I'm cool with engaging with. If I feel like engaging with them, I will. Or other people that I have a certain amount of love for respect. I'll just call them and I'll be like, yo, what, what made you think all the way over there about this? Then after a 10 minute conversation, oh, I. Th- they typically are like, oh, well, I understand what you're saying. I just didn't even look at it like that. That's what indoctrination and brainwashing is. You're, not, you're just not seeing it the right way. But literally, it's one plus one. Like, It's simple math. It's simple math. But we're not able to see it. It's right before our eyes, but we're not able to see it. And that's the best type of symbolism. The best type of symbolism is when it's not obvious, but it's even more impactful. And that's what we've suffered from for, for so long because we have no foundational principles. We have no foundational principles. And a group of people that have no foundational principles can be led astray any way That the person dangling the carrot wants them to go. The person pulling the strings. We have no foundational principles. And where do foundational principles start? How about having a leader in the household? How about having strong masculine leadership in the household? So we can both get back to our essence, the the roles that are needed for both of us. And let me get back to to the women, because I had this conversation with somebody earlier, and I was saying, I said, yo, I it, it's like because men haven't shown up, like when, when women say, oh, I don't need you, or I don't need this, I want you. That was a big thing where I had a conversation with. I don't need you, but I want you. You should be happier because I want you. I don't need, no, 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 no. Men and women need each other. 
in order, if you're going to stand on purpose and your goal is to be as, create a successful family dynamic as possible, we need each other. And it's so funny. You don't even hear men running around saying, I don't need no woman. I don't need no woman to do this. I could do it. my Bro, men don't even speak like that. But And I understand why women do th- do speak like that because they haven't had strong masculine leadership fulfill that role. So therefore they don't trust it because women have not had strong masculine role because women have not had strong masculine men fulfill their role as being the protector, the provider and handling all the masculine duties that they are supposed to do as the leader of the family. They do not trust being vulnerable enough to somebody else that can that can provide that very same thing as a significant other as their husband. They do not trust them because the men prior to them, their dads, um, other men in their life, maybe their uncles, they haven't seen any man fulfill that particular role. So they don't trust another person to do it. That's the trauma. That's the indoctrination. And that's why I always say it comes back to the man. It comes back to us. We it comes back to our leadership. We got to stop pandering we got to stop being soft we got to stop being weak we got to stop just accepting the the money that society throws our way if we if we spew this toxic masculinity rhetoric and boys should be vulnerable it's okay to cry all this other stuff no we need to stand on purpose we don't have time to cry and if you're gonna cry cry why we gotta put up billboards and everything else saying men you can cry no get on your purpose we are built to suffer we're built to go through stuff and we're built to come out on the other side on top but only if we have that male leadership that shows us how to do it not tells us show us which is why it's so important for a man to be in that child's life as much as they can not part-time dads we need full-time dads in the household, raising our kids. And we need women that are going to understand this. And instead of saying, oh, I don't need a man. No, you do need a man. Accept it. It's reality. Unless you don't want to have a family. If you don't want to have a family, then cool. If you want to just be by yourself, you don't want to have any kids, cool. You don't need a man. I, 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 I won't even waste time arguing with you. I, it doesn't matter to me at that point. I'm talking about families. We need families right now. We are struggling severely and we need strong families and we need portrayals of strong families. We don't need just the society promoting the D-Wades out here. I follow the lead of my women. We don't need ASAP Rocky looking like, like he's, oh my God. This is frustrating. It's frustrating. And like I said, the biggest frustration is that this shit doesn't even affect me, bro. Let me let me actually take that back. It does affect me. It affects everybody because you wanna know why it affects me? Because even if you're in a relationship with somebody, if you're in a relationship I got hold on, hold on. Let me get my let me get it together real quick. If you're in a relationship with somebody, a guy, if you're in a relationship with a woman and they've never been around strong masculine leadership that they trust, it's going to be very hard for that woman to trust you, for her to take a back seat 
in fulfilling any and everything. She feels like she got to fulfill all the masculine. She got to fulfill all the, the feminine. And it's a burden. It's, it's too big of a burden on her. However, if she didn't grow up with strong masculine leadership that she could trust, she's never gonna she's never gonna feel that she can be vulnerable enough. I'm not gonna say she's never. It's just it just may be very hard for her to open up to allowing you to provide that masculine leadership. That's what a relationship is, right? Y'all wanna talk all this vulnerable stuff, but why are we only pushing it on men? Men ain't out here trying to just fulfill feminine roles. We're cool. We're vulnerable. Yo, I can't handle this feminine stuff. You're, you got it. Cool. I, I'm, I'm not good. You got it. But our women, and I told you before, why? Because of, it's like a cycle, a vicious cycle. If she doesn't have, if she doesn't grow up with strong masculine leadership, it can make it very hard for her to feel vulnerable enough to allowing another man to now step in and fulfill that role for her and her family. Shoot, I've had the conversation with married women and they telling me they don't need a man, that if, if their man left, that they'd be good. Like, how, how do you even feel comfortable saying that? With kids. How do you, why would you even say that? To me, that would be just so, if, if, if my daughter says that about me, I didn't. I got to stand on that. I did not do my job as a father. Because if you have a strong father in your life, then you know just how important that man is. And you know that a family needs that man. Because you've seen it your entire life. You've seen him come through in ways that your mom couldn't come through. Just like you've seen your mom come through in ways that he doesn't come through in. But the issue is not that. Men, we don't have a problem. We're not trying to fulfill the roles. We're not trying to come through in the feminine ways. Not the strong men. The strong men are the ones that come through, for, that fulfill their manly duties. And that's why a lot of this stuff is backwards. Where you see now a lot of the men being feminine and maybe they do co- want to come through and just hold down the feminine side. Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We, we got to do... We, we got to do a better job. And I was talking to my homegirl earlier. I'll finish it up with this. But back to the point of if you didn't grow up with strong male leadership or if you don't have that in your significant other, your, or shoot, if you have a kid with somebody, you don't have that in your child's father as a woman, it's going to be very hard for you to see things in a certain way that may be most beneficial for you. Because you constantly cut it off. But let me ask y'all this. So I was talking to my homegirl. And I said, yo, she was telling me about her, her child's father. And she was saying how, like, he had a certain point or the whole relationship, she was in a better position financially than him. And I said, okay. And she, she we were talking about it a little bit. And it was very clear that it's not that she was just in a, super duper great financial position she said she still needs help financially she still needs a lot of help so it's not that she was in a great financial position it's just that he was at the bottom and at the bottom i mean he didn't have a job he didn't have an income so i'm asking her i'm like yo why 
Like, why doesn't why isn't he in a good financial position? I started from the beginning. I said, I said, why isn't why are you in a better financial position than him? And she said, oh, um, like he doesn't like he like he had an issue at work. Like it's just a job. I said, well, what what do you mean it's job? Oh, well, he had an issue, so he he wasn't working. I'm saying, why wasn't he working? And it came back to the issue, like pretty much, like oh, well, he just you know like. Like, almost like I didn't feel like working. And when I say it just so casually as that, it may not have been that, but you have a duty. Like, you can't just quit a job unless you got another, unless you got a way of, of providing. How? How do you even feel comfortable doing that? But it's like our men nowadays, we just, oh, I wasn't feeling that. I just quit. Why? Because they can rely on a woman. And I'm asking her, like, yo, why would you even deal with, entertain somebody, a man that's not even able to hold a, hold a job, responsible enough to have a job? And she tells me, what did she say? Well, actually, she ain't saying anything. She just sat there. And I said, let alone, why would you be having sex with somebody like that? And then, worst case, why would you even have sex with them raw and allow them to like what are you doing like is there not any type of standard to being a man to being in a relationship don't you have to have certain stuff this is what I always go back to we should have a certain standard a certain standard of physical health you got to be in shape a certain standard of being able to protect being able to Provision, all these different things. That should be our standard. So I, I know I talked about a lot of stuff, but that's what this photo, and a lot of people were saying, like, yo, I thought he was probably, I thought he was talking about the photo. Like, what is he talking about now? All of this stuff is about emasculating men. And men need to stand up. The men, the strong men need to stand up, and the other ones that aren't strong, y'all need to just take heed and follow and get online and just start doing and following what these other men are doing. Don't don't get caught up in in thinking that you could just be following women, letting them provide and protect. Or like my homegirl said, why can't a queen, you know, protect their king, bro? What what dudes were you dealing with? What male role models have you had in your life for you to even think that that's okay to even say? Like for you to believe that? Why would you think that? What culture has their women protecting them? Like, oh, yeah, I, we protect our men. That's our role. What? I don't know. But this one is getting a little a little long. I suggest all y'all check out that photo. I'll, I'll try to, to post it on, a, you know, the video as well just so you can check it out. But we got to do better. We got to do better. And when I say that, I'm always talking to the fellas. We have to do better. We need better leadership. And we got to get this soft leadership out the way. We can't allow we can't allow that poison to seep into what we got going on. We can't afford it. We already have the weakest and most incapable group of men perhaps ever in the history of the, of earth. <laughs> oh, we got the weakest group of men. And you know our history only go back to slavery, so it's a whole nother story. I'm trolling y'all, but 
Oh, man. We got to figure this out. We got to figure this out. We got to figure this out. Ladies, like, I t- and you know what I told my homegirl? I said, yo, at what point? And I, sa- I said it very respectfully. Um, I, and I kept saying, like, I have to say this respectfully. I, I want you to take this super respectfully. I'm saying it respectfully. I'm saying it because I care about you, but I also have to be direct. And I just said, and I have a relationship with her like that. I said, at what point? And she actually says this a lot. So I felt comfortable saying it. Who am I kidding? I would have felt, I would have said it anyway. But, <laughs> but I said, yo, at what point are y'all just going to shut up and just listen? To the right men. Like, you can tell the men that have a solid head on their shoulders, that care about you, that want to protect, want to provide, have a village mentality, family-oriented, care nothing more, care about nothing more than just pushing the black family, elevating the black community. At what point are y'all, and a lot of the men too, going to just shut up and just follow leadership? Because on some teams that I've been on, Sometimes you got to just shut up and follow the leaders, man. Shut up and just follow the leaders. Like the leadership that you trust. And it, and I say that because it's like too many opinions. Like, will we ever just try that? We've tried everything else. Shoot, I see a lot of my homegirls telling their dudes to shut up. So, it, <laughs> oh, my God. We got to figure this out. We got to figure it out. We got to come together. We got to understand that we do need each other. We need each other. And just move from there. And just move from there. So, like I said, this is not just a, even though I'm, I'm specifically addressing the black community because it affects us in ways that are way more dangerous than others, Y'all, y'all other cultures, a lot of other people listen. Probably more, probably more, I get, have more non-black listeners, I'll be totally honest. But this is just a problem. It's a problem, so I address it, I talk about it. I'm not just going to talk about what gets views or what, you know, I, this is an issue that needs to be addressed. And if it's on my mind, then I talk about it. But let me be clear, other cultures, I know y'all are going through the same thing. It just doesn't impact y'all the same. Y'all going through the same thing. So... The only attack on masculinity needs to be on emasculating men. We got to start attacking everything that emasculates men and move from there. And fellas, it's on us. Stand up. Let's take our, let's take back, you know, let's take that power position. Let's take that leadership role that our families need us to take in order to elevate and get to a level to put our future generations in a better place with better foundational principles. And with that, let y'all go onward and upward. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Yeah. This is a good one. I know I came across very passionate. This is a this I'm I'm very passionate about it. And now I'm going to go enjoy some time with my parents and rock out with them. And I hope y'all enjoy some time with y'all family. So, over and out, onward and upward. Let's get to it. Ooh.